You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Well, welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. I am thrilled to introduce you to the president and CEO of the Sales and Marketing Executives International. Willis is here today. It is a global professional association for sales and marketing founded in 1935. Willis is a certified marketing instructor and has lectured at the UBC Sauter School of Business, TDTU Vietnam, and I'm going to say Sun Yat-sen University of China, Hebei University of Law and Economics, and has taught marketing and sales management classes for companies around the world. Willis, thank you for being here. Hey, it's great to join you. Cool. So, okay, tell me why you joined the, the, the SMEI and, and what it means to you and, and why should we know about it? Well, it goes back quite a few years because I've been in this position for 22 years now. Um, but I first found out about SMEI in 1986 when I was uh, a regional sales manager for the Hudson's Bay Company and worked out of the um, head office in Granville Street in Vancouver. And the local uh, affiliate of SMEI was called SMEI Vancouver and they put on an event prior to Expo 86 and they gave an award uh, to the founder of the Cake Restaurants and the first McDonald's franchisee in Canada. And so I went to that award, it was called Marketing Executive of the Year and that was my first exposure to, to the organization and I thought, what an, what an incredible organization. Little did I know that um, years later I would be sitting at the helm <laughs> And, and helping to lead it in a global uh, expansion. So that was my first, uh, I joined as a member first. Um, I attended their annual conference in Detroit, Michigan in 1997. And I was just kind of a fledgling member and, and, and became the president of the Vancouver chapter. And I was introduced at that international conference as this is Willis Turner, and he's going to be coming more involved. And I thought, how could I get more involved? I'm already the chapter president. <laughs> um, but I ended up serving as the vice president of technology on the board of the international organization. And then uh, an opportunity came available to become uh, the president and CEO. And it was kind of an interesting journey. That's that's incredible. And now today, like, uh, why is it, you know, we have loads of marketing and uh, sales professionals who listen to the show. Why should they become a member today? What, what does it mean to them? Well, first of all, sales and marketing, we, we regard it as a profession. And so, as you might imagine, um, there are a lot of issues around the stigmatism attached to selling and sales and salesmanship or salespersons. It's not always regarded as a profession. And so one of the founding principles of the organization when it was established in 1935 was professional standards and identification. So setting standards for sales and marketing as a profession and then identifying it as a profession is one of our main uh, goals still today out of those five founding principles. 
So if someone feels like maybe they're not treated as or taken as seriously as a professional, that this is the answer. Yeah, I think it, what we're looking for is members who would identify with our mission, that would have a passion to be identified as a professional. If they're working in sales or marketing, that they would want to be identified with an organization that has the same mission um, and as their passion, and that is to be identified as a professional, because there are very many many really true professionals that are in sales and marketing. That's awesome. And, and what do you say when, when you do these events and you do these gatherings? Because for years, sales and marketing can often be divided, you know, or they, or they don't talk or they're not working together. And so how have you seen that benefit of, of gathering these two typically siloed groups, getting them talking together? Yeah, it, I'm glad you mentioned that because what, what one of our goals is to break down the silo. Uh, between sales and marketing. And we really consider that marketing is the overall profession and sales is the dis discipline within marketing. Yeah, so it's, if we look at it that way, then it's really integrated. And what we want to do is to get alignment between sales and marketing. So, you know, typically um, in, in some organizations, salespeople are given content or materials to use by marketing or leads are generated by marketing and sales picks up on those leads and then there can be some friction if if sales feels like well they don't really understand what we're doing here in the field they don't understand our customers their needs and vice versa marketing could be uh, creating some really compelling information and then feeling like sales is rejecting it and not using it so by collaborating and working together uh, sales and marketing can do some wonderful things. That's so cool. So tell me about some events that are coming up that, that we can look forward to or that people should be uh, attending. Yeah, so um, we have yeah we have a couple of opportunities in, in the near future. One of them is uh, it's a virtual sales conference that is being uh, held in April. And then we're going to have a physical sales conference in Philadelphia in June. Uh, it's going to be the first one uh, post-pandemic where everybody is going to get together. The last one we did was in March of 2020, so we're really looking forward to getting back together again. So those are two um, really important events. Of course, there's always um, webinars that we put on on a regular basis, and, and we create those webinars as evergreen content, so they can be, uh, those webinars can be um, accessed on demand whenever members want to after the live event if they couldn't attend they can come back and watch the recording and what can someone expect at one of these events what sort of activities or or experiences or sort of kind of like connections that happen yeah so at the sales conference it's it's called sales 3.0 which is really a reference to technology and sales enhancement and sales enablement so there's going to be a lot of um, talk about using technology um, in order to enhance sales and marketing. There's key, keynote speakers by some leading thought leaders in sales and marketing, some fireside chats, some exhibits, and lots of opportunities for networking as well. It's really cool. And, and the types of people that are there, are they all, are they all extroverts? Have you noticed that the, when you walk around the room? Are they all you know, ENFPs? Are they, they're all quite loud and... Um, surprisingly, no, and and I think that might be a like a typical uh, kind of a 
a broad brush stroke for salespeople that they're extroverts and outgoing, but the best salespeople tend to be what, what um, Daniel Pink uh, calls ambiverts. And they're people who can uh, move on the scale between being an introvert and an extrovert based on, based on the situation. And I think a lot, of, um, a lot of people tend to be introverts but move into the, into the extrovert when they need to, but they're more comfortable being introverts. Those make the best salespeople because they have the best empathy, they're listening more, um, and they tend to be able to relate more to the customers. That's really cool. And, and those that are going into marketing, like when you look at all the kind of accreditations that are out there, there's, you know, if they go into the marketing side of uh, PR, there's CPRS. If you look at, um, they go into digital marketing, there's Facebook Blueprint and Google certificates and Hootsuite certificates. Uh, tell me about your certificate and why certificates and, and kind of acronyms and all that stuff really matters today. Yeah, it's a really great question. Um, there are a lot of commercial certifications available and they're fine, they're great. Um, they're obviously biased towards the product, especially if it's like Google or Hootsuite. So they're going to be focused on their product. Our certifications are neutral, they're vendor neutral. They don't uh, apply to any one particular vendor. And a true certification program actually has a, it has a body of knowledge which has to be associated with a profession. So if you think of a profession, you automatically understand that that profession, in order to be a profession, has to have a body of knowledge. So SMEI doesn't claim to own any body of knowledge, but what we do is curate content and knowledge from different sources and make it available to our members for certification. And a true certification program actually has a, it has a governance model that is not financially obligated to any one organization. So it has a board of directors that govern the certification program and they're not financially accountable to anyone. So there's no, there, there can't be any money attached to you know, getting certified, uh, you can't pay to get certified. You have to, you, you obviously there are some fees involved, but you can't just buy a certification. You have to earn it by uh, having prerequisites met and then taking an exam. That's all governed by a certification board and it's independent of any, any ties to uh, financial obligations of an organization. So it's uh, truly neutral um, and it's governed by peers. So they're, they're all, you know, there could be people from academia, there could be business leaders, but they're all peers who are involved in sales and marketing and they govern the um, certification. So when you earn it, you realize that you're being recognized by your peers and that you've truly earned the certification. So you mentioned um, some of the designations that we have. Um, we have five designations. We have a certified marketing executive, which is for marketing managers, people who have direct reports in, in marketing. And uh, we have certified sales executive for those who are in sales management. And then we have uh, certified marketers for those who are practitioners, certified salespeople. And then we have one new one uh, that's just being developed. It's called uh, user growth specialist. And I don't know if you've noticed this trend or not, but it's it's becoming very predominant now that, that companies are, are searching for user growth 
um, account managers, user growth specialists, professionals. And if you look under, uh, if you did a, a job search on LinkedIn, for example, or you're going to find thousands and thousands of job postings for user growth. So whether it's a company looking, uh, you know, software as a service model, looking for new members or subscribers, um, users can come in many, many different forms, but it tends to be uh, heavily on the technology side. That is, that is awesome. And so what does it look like to, to build something like that from scratch? Or is it, uh, you know, to grow that and to launch it and to get out there? What was the process just for those that are interested in, in knowing how important this is and the level of quality that it is? Yeah, it's actually a, a quite a, an in-depth and lengthy procedure because you first have to do um, a detailed job analysis. What is it that these people need to do? Um, what are the functions that they need to, to perform? Uh, what are the skill sets needed? Uh, what kind of tools do they need to know how to use? What are the soft skills? And then you take those and apply them and find the body of knowledge that will match those. And then you develop the, um, the item bank, which is the test items that are going, they're going to be tested on. Determine what kind of prerequisites need to be held by the individual, whether it's work experience or education and what the outcome is of uh, passing the exam. So it's quite a lengthy procedure. It can take months and years to develop. Wow, that, that is awesome. And, and tell me about, you know, the, being in marketing, there's a few associations out there. There's the Canadian Marketing Association. There's the American Marketing Association. Um, there is the uh, International Association of Business Communicators, and, and they've got their own thing. How does this kind of connect to and relate to those other uh, organizations? Yeah, so it, it, SMEI is really kind of like a broad umbrella organization. Um, it, doesn't ha it doesn't specialize in just marketing or just sales. So as we mentioned, we're trying to break those silos down, so bring the sales and marketing people together. So we can definitely see the space in the market for all of the different associations. Uh, what kind of sets us apart is our certification programs and the fact that we're a global organization. So we have operations in um, North America, South America, uh, in China, Europe, and the Middle East, South Asia. So we have many different uh, locales and, and members involved and, and affiliates in those markets that help us um, move our mission forward. It's awesome. And those that take your accreditation, do you, are you normally, are they students or are they people who are unemployed trying to take it so they can get employment or are they already in working and they want to get it so they can be verified and confirmed that they know what they're doing? That's a great question. Some of our certifications require uh, a prerequisite of experience. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, especially the management certifications like CME and CSE. So they wouldn't be students that are um, just graduating, but they could be students that are uh, continuing adult education students. For example, we have a program at the University of British Columbia that's been running for close to 70 years. And it is a diploma program in marketing and sales and management. It's a three-year program where the continuing adult students uh, attend a class every Monday night for three years. And then when they complete the course, they receive a diploma from UBC as well as they receive our CME and CSE certifications. And that's a, a program that's been running now for, as I said, close to 70 years. And it's, it's fully subscribed every year. So those, those are students, but they're not just graduating students. So it's just continuing education. We do have some certifications where uh, students at the university undergraduate level would be taking courses to achieve our certification. That is very cool. So do you, do you have a partnership and quite a good relationship with all the kind of like the higher ed groups across Canada then and I imagine around the yeah, world? Yeah, we, we have a, a really good relationship with higher ed in many different countries where we partner with universities for these undergrad courses and postgraduate courses. That's amazing, that's amazing. And the bonus being, if someone takes this in Vancouver or Toronto, it's, it's recognized in different places around the world. Yes, absolutely. Um, because we're a global organization, uh, we do also issue digital badges and they can be plugged into LinkedIn. There's a LinkedIn plugin and it verifies the certification designation for the uh, applicant. And there's metadata in that badge that verifies its authenticity and that it was issued by SMEI. So that's really cool for 
people who are looking to uh, elevate their careers and, and, and display their credentials. That's amazing. Uh, now a question is, so we're talking about the, the supply side, providing, you know, supplying, you know, students and employees with this verification. What about the demand side? What has it been like for those that do hiring and in an HR and your relationship with them? And, and how do you kind of get the word out that, hey, look for this in the resume. This matters a lot. Yeah. So one of the things that we found is really cool is there are a lot of um, HR managers who understand certification because they are certified themselves. So that's a really easy uh, sell because they understand the value of certification. And then if you look into organizations, like we've done a lot of certification with individuals who sell to golf courses and golf clubs. And so they will um, find it easy to display and want to display their certification credentials because golf course superintendents are certified. So when they're when they're purchasing from them, they like to see that credential and they understand it. So we look for those kinds of opportunities. It's, it's really nice to see uh, when other industries are also certifying. It's amazing. And what about it's like for you within sales and marketing when, you know, like, you know, Sally or Frankie pops up a certification that they've built in their basement and, and you know, they... they release it and sell it and promote it. And we see it all the time saying, you know, take my seven week course. And, you know, it's awesome that groups like Thinkific, these LMSs, you know, learning management systems allow it, you know, anyone and everyone to create an online course. But what's the flip side of saying it's almost too easy to create an online course and people are selling these kind of unrecognized or kind of thrown together certifications? Yeah, we kind of call those in the industry, they're called certification mills. Yeah. Um, just like you know puppy mills and they're they're not credible they might be really good content but they don't actually measure competency and they the due diligence hasn't gone into preparing and and creating certification so it does it's really meaningless it might make the person feel good who got it but it doesn't mean that they're credible or experienced or qualified to be performing those activities Uh, so in in terms of SMEI certification, there's a lot of verification that goes even into even little things like verifying the identity of the person taking the exam because with a certification mill, you've got no verification that a person is the actual name person is actually taking the exam. So there's no identity verification. There's no supervision of the exam. So all of our exams are proctored. So there is a supervisor watching the exam. And uh, with today's technology, it's really easy to do that um, online. So there are some really good tools out there that help us to create the, the credibility. And then also the digital badging really helps as well. That's really cool. And, and again, at this point, it's more saying, well, there's, there's no way to kind of say like, oh, these badges aren't as good. You know, it's more focusing on promoting your own, I assume, and, and educating people about the importance. Like CPAs have done all sorts mm-hmm. of marketing and promotion saying, look for the CPA and hire a CPA with you know, articles and advertisements and promotions. Yeah, and we, uh, as a professional organization, we don't tend to beat down the competition. We don't talk disparagingly about the competition. We just promote the mission and vision and values of our organization and really try to maintain the high road. It's amazing. Amazing. So this new one, kind of like the lead generation or, you know, marketing for leads, um, is it out right now? Can someone take it? And, and 
It's not out yet. Okay. Um, we're actually launching it in China first. Okay, cool. So uh, we're, we're doing uh, comprehensive testing. We've gone through, it's about four years now of development. Yeah. And we've just uh, had our, our first beta, what we call our beta release, and our first group of uh, applicants that okay. sat for the exam last month. So wow. we're going to be uh, fine-tuning that program, and then we'll be launching it in English as well. Okay. And, Probably and next year sometime. Next year, okay. Something that people can look forward to. Can they subscribe online and, and be alerted when it's launched? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. And with that, you know, the development of it, how often do you see or find yourselves updating these courses? Or do you, like, is it like a once a year, once every couple of years, you go in and review the syllabi and... Yeah, every couple of years. Every couple, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And, and what excites you about this whole education world? Like, you personally, like, what are you most excited about kind of in the future, you know? Education's been around a long time, but what you're doing, what gets you kind of revved up in the morning to do what you do? Well, I think that the cool thing is that a lot of times in the sales profession, especially, not maybe not so much just in, in marketing, but in sales, people get into sales uh, with uh, perhaps not a lot of education around selling. Uh, they maybe fall into the job of sales and they don't have the the skill set or the training or the experience and there are a lot of sales opportunities out there and sometimes it's really kind of cool to look at them because there's the earning potential is quite high but we can be attracted to those without having the credentials and then uh, hiring organizations can, can sometimes be a little desperate to get people to fill those positions so they might be kind of dragging the bottom of the barrel in terms of experience and qualifications not saying that they're not hiring good people so when we uh, come in with some of these training programs and opportunities, it's really to help educate and train uh, salespeople to be professional. Show them what it means to be professional. What are some of the guidelines? Because they may have gotten their sales experience by having someone sell to them that was less incredible and they think, well, that's how you sell. And so they could develop some bad habits. And so we want to uh, help educate people and inform them and I think that's exciting the opportunity to do that where people would I would like to see more sales curriculum taught in university um, so that you know there's very few schools in the world that actually have a sales curriculum and it would be nice to see more because sales is a really valuable skill I mean we use we sell every day whether we're in sales or not you know we're selling our ideas we're um, we're trying to convince other people of our positions, um, and you know, s selling is is a really important skill set. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And so, and and the beautiful part is, every time someone has maybe a new sales bachelor's or diploma or certificate in maybe a higher ed, you could come alongside and say, hey, we can be your industry certification partner that verifies what you're teaching is kind of industry recognized around the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. exactly. That is really cool. Um, business uh, and marketing books that you'd recommend? Well, now that you asked, there's a, there's a really cool book that just came out. It just launched. It's called How to Grow Your Business Like a Weed. And it's by Stu Heineke. He's, uh, he's just uh, south of the border from, from Canada in Washington State. Um, he's a, actually a cartoonist. And so he's got a really interesting background. He wrote a book previously that was a bestseller as well, How to Get a, an Appointment with Anyone. 
and he's got some really cool ideas and cool concepts. Well, this How to Grow Your Business Like a Weed book is really a kind of taking the, the, the story of, of weeds and using that as an analogy about how to grow your business. You know, how, and, it, and it makes total sense if you think about it. You know, weeds can grow in some places where other plants don't and they flourish and they grow quickly and, and they, they can grow uh, quite rapidly and, and propagate. So it's kind of a cool concept and he's taken that and written a book about it. So I have, haven't actually read the whole thing. I've read some of it yeah. uh, enough that I could summarize uh, some of the concepts, um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to getting the physical book in my hands. That is awesome. And uh, podcast newsletter that you subscribe to for inspiration resources? I would say uh, Adam Grant, Work Life. And the reason is that I think that as marketers, we need to get out of kind of the loop of just listening to marketing, marketing speak, uh, because we can get really bound up with that and get kind of in a kind of a bias bubble by listening to other concepts and especially Adam Grant is is more on psychology and you can learn a lot from his podcast on work life about how to be an effective marketer because it's really understanding human behavior. That's awesome. And, and those that are listening, where can they go to, to sign up for these upcoming events and, and you know get involved and, and learn more about this program? SMEI.org sales and marketing executives international smei.org awesome and and next event you're going to be there people can meet you and and learn more and get yeah so the 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 next event is a virtual one with our sales 3.0 conference and you have to be a member to get the information about that um membership is is starts at 29 dollars a month so that's pretty affordable and then the uh in-person sales 3.0 in philadelphia i will be there and i'm actually going to be um doing a fireside chat on stage and there will be lots of content and great speakers and lots of network. I love the networking. I really like to go there to meet other people. SMEI, one of our founding principles is knowledge sharing and it's not really networking, you know, to get business. It's networking to get information and knowledge and share knowledge. And so it's kind of cool when you can reach out to other people and you have a problem don't know how to solve it, you can reach out to some of your fellow members and get the answer you're looking for. It's amazing. And, and it, you know that you're with peers that uh, are taking their job and their accreditation and their profession quite seriously. Yes. Which is, which is really yeah. neat. It, it'd be neat just to be a fly in the wall. That like, I wonder if this sort of event attracts a certain type of people, whereas like uh, uh, BC, American Marketing Association, attracts a different type of people. Or you know, IABC or CPRS, like all the other acronyms um, uh, of all the groups that are out there. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because I see a lot of the same people every time I go to these conferences. Um, there's kind of a nucleus of people who are, they're really serious about their, their career and they tend to show up a lot and they ask a lot of good hard questions. So it's great to see that. That is awesome. And, and what has it been like, uh, you know, it, just uh, provinces across the country, the federal government has given all sorts of funding to get higher eds to do more micro-credentialing and more certifications. It seems to align quite well with what you do. Yeah, it does. You know, anytime that there is a focus on education, it's good for all of us. 
it's that you know the rising tide raises all the boats and so we, we like to see that that's awesome it's really great well i i became a member i i pay my monthly dues which is very exciting and, and it's a, it's an amazing organization and i'm i've been so great learning more about these uh you know different accreditations that people can get well great i'm glad to have you on as a member that's awesome uh, and where can people find you personally? Where do you kind of where are you available online, or where can people reach you? Uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm in all those places. Nice, nice, very cool. Well, Willis, thank you for joining us this week on Marketing News Canada. You're very welcome. Well, this has been another episode of Marketing News Canada. Uh, so thrilled to learn about SMEI. For more information, check out the show notes. We're going to put the links there, and look forward to seeing you next time on the show. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors Travis Jeffers and The Podfather. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.